Welcome to Desert City, a D&D 5e actual play produced by TTRP Theater. I'm your DM, Jazz. I'm joined today by Chris Freedom as Theo, Duke Walter as Ellen, and Dean Martin Jr. as, well, I'll let him introduce his character. Thanks for tuning in to episode four, and if you've been listening, welcome back. This episode introduces some characters that are quickly becoming my favorite to play. I love sharing this collaborative storytelling platform with my friends, and I sincerely hope you're enjoying it. Holler at us at Ren City Pod. That's R E N C I T Y P O D. Find us, like us, rate us, review, subscribe, all the things. I'm shouting out Chicago Tap Theater today, run by two of my very best friends, Mark and Jennifer Yonnelly. I could say so much about this incredible tap dance company, but Duke told me I had to keep these things to about a minute. So check out their website, chicagotaptheater.com. That's theater, R E, not E R. Okay, speaking of theater. Let's get on with the show. I'm ready whenever y'all are. Lead us off. It's your game. All right. Everybody got their Chris, you got your character sheet? Oh, in fact, me. I do. And I did prior All right. to any of this. I'm proud. I never I'm never closing that window on my computer again. I'm proud of you. Make sure you review your spells there, bud. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, he's a cleric. He's using spells. Uh-huh. Look out. Chris. Don't forget, you have spells. Oh, I've yeah, I've already forgotten multiple yeah. times. I did. Somebody had to show me they were even there. I didn't understand it. Yeah, we had to walk him through in the first session. God damn! Of course, he was like, "What? I can I can cast spells?" Yeah, yeah he, he was, was like, gonna, he was gonna die. And Duke was like, "Maybe you want to heal yourself." Well, I was. I didn't know I could heal myself. I I, I wouldn't have done it on myself. I thought it went out, not in. Ah, that makes sense. Here we go. Welcome back to Desert City. First, let's start with a little recap. Ellen and Theo were catching up at their local watering hole, the Mystic Inn, when Gozes, the bartender, slipped them one of approximately 149,000 handwritten notes from Dawnbringer Eos Morningwood. They went to meet Morningwood and learned that he was dying from some unknown cause, and he asked Theo and Ellen for their assistance in obtaining the God's Agate a powerful spell component that Morningwood was certain would help cure his affliction. There they learned about two viable leads, one being Erlani Crestwood, felled political opponent of Sil Pasha Urikel, and Wylam Tate, leader of the Thieves Guild. After a failed persuasion attempt to get the maximum amount of gold out of Eos, they decided on first seeking out Wylam Tate. After Theo suggested it, they took the tunnel route under the city where they fought off two giant rats, one of which gave Ellen a disease and the other a magical bag of beans. Finally reaching the spitting camel, they had an awkward encounter with Wylam's muscle Gorn and his sister Lurlani, and that led to a heated argument, but ultimately succeeded in setting up the meeting with Wylam, and that's where we are now. So, you guys have brokered this meeting with Wylam through Gorn, and if you recall, the screens that were giving you privacy opened up 
and Wylam is standing there in front of you. Wylam is about 5'7", human man. He is wiry, but strong, with dark hair, dark eyes, and a very prominent nose. So you have uh, brought me here to speak with you? What is it that you need from me? Well, firstly, sir, thank you. Um, I, 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 a little off topic to start just because it's fresh in my mind. Um, the, the subterranean tunnels that, that you guys, you know, um, keep watch over and, 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 you know, uh, charge to enter at various points throughout the city. You know, I, I think you're charging a little too much if you're not keeping them clear of the vermin. Um, I've picked up some kind of a nasty ailment, and, you know, I'm, I'm not sure that, that it's worth the entry uh, that you guys are charging. So you may want to, you know, look at that. I mean, I'm sure it's a nice, you know, uh, passive source of income for you, but um, I, I'm going to guess that uh, if you... If you spend a little more time, you know, focusing on uh, the safety within the, the subterranean tunnels, you know, you could potentially, you know, really grow that passive stream of income. Um, outside of that... We do not, uh, we do not want the public to traverse our tunnels. This is why we charge the amount we do. If you were part of Thieves Guild, then you would find that the fee to enter would be free and you would be given certain instruction as to which paths to take, which we have worked on getting rid of vermin. Where did you enter in from? Uh, we were over by the temple. Mm. And when you got to Fork and Road, did you take left or did you take right? Theo, did we go left or right? Bro, have you met me? Were we in paths? I think we went... I forgot. I think we went left. My suspicion is you went left, and you should have gone right. Right is the safe path. Left, we have oh. not yet cleared. Uh-huh. Well, we, we cleared a little bit for you, so... Uh, uh, well, you're, wel you're welcome. We thank you for that. It will make us clearing much easier. I hope that I have addressed your concerns with our fair tunnels. And if that is all, then I appreciate the 20 gold each in order to have this conversation with me. No, 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 no. That, that was a sidebar. Sorry, I was just trying to give you a, you know, maybe a little, a, a, a little tip on, on how to gain a little bit more income from that. But, you know, you, you make a valid argument. You don't necessarily want just anybody and everybody walking down there. No, no, really... We're we're here at the um, at the behest of uh, Eos Morningwood. Mm. We're looking for the God's Agate, and it is uh, Dawnbringer Eos Morningwood who has put you on this task. Yes, mm. and I pull out I pull out the little note that we got from the bar, and I hand it over to him and show him just as proof. This means nothing to I've seen this note probably 18,000 times over the last few years. Dawnbreaker has obsession with this note. Um, it's weird, right? It's very strange. I don't understand why 
he feel the need to be all cloak and dagger with this. It, it's very strange, uh, especially because he is cleric of church. This would be more attuned for my people, not his. But having... right, like he could just he could just use like the sending spell, right? You know what I mean? He could just he could just cast a spell and just send a message that way. It's, and, it's, it's very strange. He he's a strange a strange man. I've had some dealings with him. He's very strange man in that way. But uh, but he has put you on a task to seek the god's agate. And so I bring back my original question to you, which is, what do you want from me? Can you give us any advice, any hints, any, uh, any evidence of which direction we should go? Who should we talk to? How should we get to the god's agate? Mm, I see. Well, it is my job to know all precious cargo which come in and out of this world. As leader of the Thieves' Guild, if we do not know the cargo which is in this world, then we do not know who to protect from, or perhaps what our next target is. And I'm sure that you understand that. Of course. I will tell you that I have heard the God's Agate is within the city walls. There is one person who I believe knows the exact location of such agate. I would be happy to set you up a meeting with this person. However, as with all things in this city, it come at a cost. What did you have in mind? There is a uh, certain item that I need recovered. And if you would be willing to recover for me, then I would be willing to broker such meeting. Okay. Uh, before we say yes, can we... Uh, yeah, what are the deeds? Perhaps be, be a bit enlightened as to what it is that you need recovered and from who and where we are recovering? Of course, I will not send you on job with not information. There is a particular bejeweled bangle that I need retrieved from Copper Ante. You guys would know the Copper Ante is a gambling hall, a fest hall, and a pipeweed den that caters mainly to halflings and... Um, it's particularly well known for its Thayan brown pipeweed and beautiful halfling ladies. Let's go. I need this bangle retrieved from Copperin. It will buy me favor with the woman who has the information and can broker the deal with the person who know about the goods agate. I don't think it will be very dangerous, but my people are not welcome at Copper Inn anymore after a after a job gone wrong. We'll put it that way. So I do need somebody unconnected to the Thieves Guild in order to retrieve this bangle for me. So is this a smash and grab? Is this um, 
we 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 need to bargain and and purchase this item are we um yeah how you come upon the bingle is your business i only tell you what i need you decide how to get do you know who's holding it what it looks like right how will we know it from other bangles it is a gold bangle with three jewels one emerald one ruby one diamond it is interlaced with red stone it is not magical and other than its worth which is not substantial it's more or less plain bengal what is important is who desires the bengal what about a day pass for free passage through the tunnels and some advice on which ones to take the tunnels are not open to public even if you're working job for me should you want to use the tunnel you may pay the toll and the people who are in charge of that entrance will be more than happy for extra charge to tell you the safe route <laughs> got it is this something that you are interested in i'm i'm feeling it ellen are you in i mean it sounds it sounds reasonable it sounds reasonable yeah Let's just go knock this out. We'll do our best. So um, we're going to go do this. We're going to come back. Are we, is it going to be easy to find you again? Or are we going to have to pay another 40 gold? Gorn, yeah, boss. When they come back, make sure they get in for free. Yeah, you got it, boss. There is one more condition. It is very important that even though you are not connected directly to me, that I have some eyes and ears of one I trust with you. This will ensure that not only will you be successful, but it will also ensure that once the bangle is retrieved, it does come to me. I will be sending an attache with you he is at the bar, and his name is Kevin. I think you know Kevin. From past, he has been in and around the church. Dean. Yes, sir. Why don't you describe your character? He's a lean kid, probably around 25, uh, midnight black hair, and ice blue eyes. He's he's a look like an old banded piece of hickory, like he could use a meal, you know. Doesn't dress especially well, rough around the edges. Human, elf, dwarf, yeah, human, halfling. He's a human. Wylam looks over to the bar uh, and signals you over, Kevin, to join at the table. Okay, you've been waiting for the sign. You're gonna roll over. Can Kevin hold his own, or is this a babysitting gig? Kevin can hold on. He has many talents, which I think will be helpful as you attempt to retrieve this bingle. Plus, I feel that you should know, from my opinion only, 
that I am not convinced that Dawnbringer Eos Morningwood's desire for the God's Agate is completely altruistic. Okay. The rumor is that he is hurting from some unknown affliction, and this is why he needs God's Agate. But God's Agate is a very powerful spell component, which is capable of bringing health or destruction. My spy network has provided information to me which suggests his desire for God's Agate may not be for self-preservation. And also that he has much more time than he has been telling people. This is not anything that I can confirm. These are just informations I have received from my network of spies. But Kevin can help you as you go through tunnel or city or need anything from the guild. Kevin is an attaché who has worked many, many years for us and has successfully done many jobs needed done. He has good reputation and can help you along the way. Yeah, I'm familiar with his work. And I turn to Theo and he'll be all right. I just remember Kevin the kid and he was a pain in the ass, so. Well, yeah, so were you. Um, you're not wrong, you're not wrong. Jesus, you know what guys? Th- I am getting so tired of this dialogue between you two. Time is on the clock. All right? Time is on the clock. You've had enough of Wylam's time. It's time for you to go. All right. We can't even, like, sit at the bar and have a drink and catch up with Kevin before we go, Gordon? Okay, you know what? Just out of my space and what you do from there, I don't really care. So I can... Unless you sit next to Lerlani, and then I do care. All right. I just wanted to... Check and make sure we were still online with all of that. That's she yeah. is off limits. Off limits, right? That's what you said. She's a she's a kind person. I think she would be a nice friend. Ellen, you know Theo drives me absolutely insane. You know this. Please get him out of my sight. I cannot take it. I don't know if he he's just being, is looking for that reaction from I, you, Gordon. I, I told you time and again. He's just. It's all love, buddy. All he's trying to do is get your blood pressure up and get, he loves getting this kind of reaction out of you, man. You just got to... drives me nuts. Please. I beg you. It's a short drive. Get him out of my face. All right, let's go. So as you're having this conversation, uh, you you look to to have this dialogue with Gorn for a moment. And when you look back, Wylam's gone. All right. We scooch out of the you know, corner from Gorn. Um, he's still, you know, flailing and steaming and um, head up to the bar. Kevin? Hmm, couple of pilgrims. Theo, Ellen, how you they? Kevin, we're doing, we're doing well, but we're... No, we're not. I'm, I'm actually, I feel like shit. Uh, I took a nasty rat bite, uh, thrown up a few times, but, you know, we... Uh, <sighs> we feel indebted and so uh, anxious to get your help. You, you want my help? I didn't expect that of you, 
you seem a little more above board. What are we getting into? I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm a little more hesitant. I mean, maybe meta and not to the character, but I'm just, I'm not all in on his help yet. He has ice blue eyes, Theo. I mean, they're just mesmerizing. You can't take your eyes off them. Look like jewels in his face. Are they mesmerizing? Yeah, you feel naked standing in front of him. And you think he might be taking your clothes off, too, with his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Listen, I get it. It's a, it's a real sexual energy, and you, you know, you're not real comfortable with that stuff, Theo. But listen, I, I, he's, he's solid. All right. And a known prostitute. Okay. Following your lead. Following your lead. And I know that you, you know, but I've I've worked with him a couple of times. It's always been positive. Okay. And we don't have a choice. Right. If we want this, if if we want Wylam to help us out, we gotta help Wylam out. And the whole thing hinges on us, including Kevin. So here I am. I'm not saying drop your guard, but he's coming. Can I use a spell to detect evil or good? On Kevin? Yeah. You could, I mean, you could just ask him. I mean, or you can do it, but I, I don't know the answer. Uh, Dean will have to answer that. So Kevin, tell me, what are your, <laughs> what are your goals? Sounds to me like my goals are your goals. What's the mission? We're looking for a bangle. That's it. We're headed to the Copper Annie. Uh, I'm guessing that you'll have to figure out some kind of disguise. Oh. Wyla made it sound like uh, members of the Thieves Guild aren't welcome there. So Kevin is not actually a member of the Thieves Guild. He's just done so much work for them. He's like their number one contractor. Free agent. Free agent. Um, you would also know, um, or rather not know, exactly where the Copper Inn is. Uh, the, is it the copper in or the copper ante? Sorry, the copper ante. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't know exactly where the copper ante is. What you do know um, is that it's owned by uh, it's owned by a halfling woman named Dwarvel Tiggerwilly, and Dwarvel Tiggerwilly. Um, has prided herself on keeping her place as private as possible, often using magical wards to prevent unwanted audiences. So it will take um, a bit of investigation to, to even locate where the copper ante is. The only thing that you really do know is that it is in the same um, Dodoc that you guys are in. So it's in the same neighborhood, basically. Uh, as the um, spitting camel. I could imagine us getting so confused that we're looking for Tigger Willie at the Copper Inn instead of Tigger Lily at the Copper Ante, and then we're screwed. It's Tigger Willie at the Copper Ante. See, already confused. <laughs> so, Kevin. Yes, sir. Um, do you have any leads on, on where we're headed? Copper Annie. Oh, yeah, I know that, but I've never been there. Do you know where it is? 
We'll just feel our way around. We'll figure it out. Ain't gonna find us sitting here, man. Yeah, true. Let's ride. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, what do these cats look like? Ellen's a half elf. Ellen's a half elf. Um, auburn hair, kind of mid length, worn leather armor, short sword at his side. You know, not um, definitely an adventurer, right? Um, I mean, it's I don't I don't try to hide any of that. Not like flashy in any sense, you know, a a, a, a cell sword, basically. What about you, Theo? What do you look like? I'm big, bulky, uh, blue guy with pointy ears, brown hair. Half orc? Half orc, yep. Mm. Only the good half. Wearing armor? I've got some, I've got some leather armor. And like a, but I have like a robe over it, like a burlap robe. Yeah, I thought you were wearing chainmail, tater sack. Obviously a cleric. Oh, maybe I put some chainmail on, did I? Fuck, I don't know what's on. So many things to keep track of. Welcome to D and D. Yeah, I do have chainmail. Let's hit the streets. Yeah, we'll follow your lead. All right, this guy, his his walk is smooth. I mean, he could carry books on his head and just navigates through a crowd effortlessly, you know, where he's almost losing you, but just slinks. He's out the door waiting on you guys. Right on his tails. Yeah, close behind. I know some halflings. They uh, throw craps in the alley. We'll see if they're around. They might know something. Lead the way. Bustling city. Bustling city. Um, yeah, so as you is uh, you kind of missed the the first um, description, Dean. But basically, um, you guys are in a ward. It's the ward is basically a fully functioning um, city. It's got about thirty five hundred residents. It's got its own water supply, their own guards, their own all their own stores, storefronts, vendors, everything that you could possibly need. So you don't necessarily ever have to leave the ward if you don't want to. Uh, but you're one of many wards that comprise the entire um, the entire land um, that you're in. Um, so it is a huge city of, of, you know, once you add all the wards together, hundreds, you know, thousands and thousands of people. Um, you come out onto the street out of the um, out of the uh, spitting camel um, and you see a couple of halflings that are just kind of uh, hanging out. What would you like to do? I'm gonna wait for Kevin to take the lead. Yep. He he's he's led us here. Yeah. Those halflings don't know anything. We're gonna go find the craps game. En route though, Kevin's gonna be feeling breakfast. Okay. By the hand, what am I using? I didn't dole out uh thieving skills. Um, what are you what is it exactly that you're trying to accomplish? He's just uh gonna walk through the vendors and Snatch an apple. Steal some breakfast, yeah. Yeah, just slide a hand. Um, What's the base? Just give me a d20 with your modifier. <laughs> I got a plus six. 17. 17, yeah, so so you um, see a, a couple of uh, vendors, uh, they're selling sticky buns, um, they're selling cat's meat, they're selling um, some, some wine. Um, it's called roof rabbit, not cat. Oh, 
sorry, roof rabbit. So yeah, I mean, you with a seventeen, uh, you can you can grab a couple of sticky buns or whatever you would like. All right. Breakfast is served. Pitch it back to the dudes, and we're gonna go find a dark alley in broad daylight. All right. Give me a perception check or investigation. I get a bonus investigation. I don't think it did. Any of us? All of us or just him? Well, I mean, so far, um, Kevin's the only one who's saying what he's exactly looking for. But if if he shared that with you, then certainly you can all give that same check. So I want below my role. I know we're looking for, you know, the the halflings throwing dice in the in the alleyway. Yeah. So I want below the role, right? Below the check. No, above. Above. You're you're thinking you're thinking two E. Yeah. This is 5e. Everything's above in 5e. Nothing below. I rolled a 25 for investigation. 19 plus 6. 16. There's a dark alley. 15. Yeah. With those rolls, I mean, you sort of know. um, I mean, Ellen, you're not new to this, right? I mean, you've been in this area. So you kind of know, like, where they're playing. Um, Yeah, this is my Durdok, too. Yeah, exactly. So you go, uh, uh, you know, a street, you know, basically a street over and then you hit an alleyway and you make a turn, you go down like a little cobble, a little cobblestone step. And then uh, you come across uh, a number of uh, folks playing, you know, hazard, um, which is kind of like uh, crafts, a bunch of different kinds of humanoids, not just halflings. Um, there's, there's halflings there and humans and orcs and all manner of, of folks. Um, there's about uh, 10 people and three different games in this alleyway. We're looking for a blonde halfling named Basil. All right. Hazel. He got bright blonde hair. He's easy to find. Um, yeah. He runs the game. He, he runs one of the games. Yeah. So he's currently in the midst of uh, calculating some roles, uh, but he is there. Okay. Just smoothly roll up on him basil winning big i you know kevin just same as always i got a couple pilgrims here we need to go to the copper annie trying to get to the copper annie huh yeah well you know how it is i know how it is i can tell you where the copper annie is but what you got for me what you got pilgrims um Hazel, well met. My name's Ellen. Um, you ever find yourself needing to um, either distract and or scare some people out of this area, or I could hand over a couple of beans. They uh, they don't make too big of a mess, but it's a little bit of boom and a, a little bit of fire. You, you got beans that set people on fire? Well, not, they don't really set people. I mean, I guess if you threw it right at them, it might, you know, catch them on fire. It's it's like a little uh, a little incendiary, but nobody will know you have it because you can just keep it in your pocket. You just pitch it on the ground. Basil, that'd be good for uh, crowd control. Hmm. Let me see those. Let me see those beans. Well, I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily willing to give them all up, but. Well, you said I could have a couple of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me just let me take a look at them. I, uh, 
I pull the bag of beans out and pull two beans out and hold them in my palm. All right. Theo takes several steps back. He's going to do a quick uh, arcana check just to see if he can tell if it's magical or not. He had a 16. So yeah, he he looks at them. He, he kind of hovers his hand over them. Um, he can feel the magic, uh, the magic coming off of them and says, okay, three of these, and I'll tell you the cross streets that the copper in or the copper ante is on, but that will only get you to the location. You're still going to have to have some sort of magical means to get through the ward in order to figure out where the door is. Well, how do we get our hands on that? Well, I mean, do you have somebody that could maybe, you know, detect magic or, you know, something of that nature to where, to where you might be able to, to, um, you know, come to the door by some of those kinds of means or another option is I could actually sell you a couple of different potions that I have. Um, one will give you an immediate arcane boost that will allow you to detect something like that. Um, and then I have some other just, you know, general different kinds of potions, uh, curing potions, disease curing potions, you know, things of that nature. Well, but even if we can detect where it is, how do we get past the ward? Well, once you know where it is, it's a pretty simple, from what I understand, I've not been there in, in a long time, but from what I understand, it's it's just a three questions that you have to answer. Um, those questions change all the time. But basically, once you answer the three questions, if you are found to be true of heart, uh, they will let you in. Not a problem. It's an interesting house of ill repute. It's not a house of ill repute. I think that's where people get it confused. If you want a house of ill re repute, you can go to the uh, to the glistening harem. Uh, this is more of a place for uh, gaming, and there's a, you know there's a there's a there's a pipe weed den there, and yes, there are some some halfling women that work there. Some some say that they can be convinced uh, to provide services, but that's not what they're there for. They just you know she just really likes it's it's kind of like it's kind of like Hooters. You know what I mean? She just, that proprietor just really likes to hire like good looking halfling women as the, as the waitresses. Gotcha. Is, so they, yeah. just, they just have a beauty standard for the staff. It's not that they're whores. Correct. Okay. Oh my God. So that's similar to Hooters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Hooters, you know, Hooters over in the palace ward. It's yeah, like it's that. The it's the 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 owl guy that runs that place, right? Right. right. It's the it's the Eric Cockro. Looks like an owl. You know yeah, that. Yeah, guy. yeah, 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 yeah. Hootie. Yeah. yeah. What's his name? Tits McGee. Yeah, you know Tits McGee, the Eric Cockro. It looks like an owl. He runs Hooters over in the Palace Ward. Thank you, Basil. We'll be on our way. The best quail wings you've ever had there in the Palace Ward. If you're ever looking for good quail wings. That's the place to go. Oh, it seems kind of cannibalistic for Eric Cockra to be serving bird. Well, I mean, Eric Cockra aren't technically birds. Yeah, they're, they're humanoids. And right. plenty right. of birds eat other birds. Sure. 
you know, falcons feast on pigeons. People eat pigs. Hey, I saw, uh, I saw Snoopy and his little yellow bird friend eat turkey yesterday. Who's Snoopy? <laughs> he, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> mute again. Goodbye. <laughs> So let me know if you need any any potions or anything like that. Um, but uh, the the copper ante is on the corner of First and Blasi. And if you'll please hand me those three beans. Three is a lot. Three is a lot. That's half. I offered up two. Come on, man. Do it for two. I just got these. I haven't even fucked with them yet. Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> That's a natural one for a four. Now, three is the is the cost on this. I'm sorry. I, hey, listen, I, I got a, a reputation at stake here. Uh, and even though I could feel the magic, I don't really know what they do other than what you've told me. So uh, and it's a limited resource. So. Uh, now, I could be persuaded maybe to have two beans and some gold or something like that, but um, but I, I'll, I'll, I've already given you the information, so... Um, exactly. You know... So have a nice day. Is that what... You're going to do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just negotiating. Theo, he said... He said um, he said that we're going to have to, you know, use something like detect magic. Do you, is that something you, you can do? I see. I was looking through and I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Is that a wizard thing? It might be. I don't, I don't see that. I don't, I don't know that that's, I don't know if that's a spell that you have. Um, oh, I do. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I sure as hell do. God damn. Who knew? I would also allow, you know, like a kind of a higher DC Arcana check, you know, for those who are not necessarily don't have spells. I got this. I got, we're going to hold this down. So do we have a deal? Is it going to be three beans and, or two beans and 10 gold? Or what are we doing here, guys? Pay the man, pilgrim. Let's go. I feel like we objected too late. We got to give the man three beans and get the hell out of here. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Hand him three beans. You said you got potions again. Um, yeah, I've got um, I've got a potion of uh, minor healing. Um, I've got a potion of cure wounds. Um, I've got um, I've got uh, a potion of uh, of uh, arcane energy. I mean, what what is it that you're what is it that you're looking for? And just just curious. Always shopping. Hmm. Well, you know where to find me. Yeah. Thank you, Basil, once again. We may be back. Is it Basil or Hazel? Basil. And then uh, Kevin and Basil do like a three-minute handshake. Yep. Kevin and, and Basil do a very extremely elaborate. Give me a performance check. <laughs> oh, three. It's not great. 
Yeah, it's been a long time. You guys haven't haven't talked. It's really you like fumble through it, but you make it. Yeah, you make it. It, just, it doesn't look as good as it used to when you guys were dealing with each other all the time. Right. So you have it takes three, it takes three minutes because they get started and then they get to like seven moves in and they're like, oh wait, hold on, that's not right. And then they go back and they start over again. And we then- forgot the uh, we forgot this part. Yeah. And then they yep. keep to do it. Um. All right, so you have the information of the cross streets, um, and you've given up three of your beans. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to do here in the in the gaming alleyway? No, we already done our shake. We got to go. This is Desert City, a Dungeon & Dragons 5e actual play produced by TTRP Theater. I'm your Dungeon Master Jazz. Theo is played by Chris Freedom. Ellen is played by Duke Walter. Kevin is played by Dean Martin Jr. TTRP Theater is a group of actors, artists, and gamers from all walks of life that play a diverse set of games in a diverse set of styles. We have a wide array of content available for free on YouTube. Search TTRP Theater and subscribe to our channel. Follow us on Twitter at TTRP Theater. We'd love to hear your feedback. Comment on YouTube or tweet about the show using hashtag RenCityPod. That's R-E-N-C-I-T-Y-P-O-D. Or follow us at the same handle at R-E-N-C-I-T-Y-P-O-D. Be good to one another. See you next time. If you guys want to take take a second and talk, just give me two minutes. I'll be right back. Got to run and poop. Pooping is important. You got to keep clear. That kind of pressure. That uh, it could interrupt the morning game. It's true. Coffee hits. Yep. Yeah. Although a grown man with a two minute poop, I mean that's healthy. That's getting it done. That's true. If he can pull that off. You know how long does it take you? I mean, I mean, are you sitting in there for minutes? Half depends hour? on the time of day, bro. So, uh, some of us have incorporated our bowel movements into a sort of self care routine where we're just avoiding interacting with people for a little while. <laughs> so you're, yeah, you're hiding out, looking at news. Yeah, I mean, if you're at the house by yourself, it's a different world. Yeah, just poop and go, get it over with. I mean, it takes as long as it takes. Right. I like to poop at work, so I'm getting paid. No, yeah, it's a good move. Yeah, it's the best work I do. Okay, I'm back. Damn, bro, did you even wipe? Jesus Christ! It was. It was. I had to pee, man. I, I downed about five cups of coffee before this. I was holding it back. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't wipe. <laughs> so nothing's changed. 
It's, it's itchy right, right. now. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered why toilet paper lasted so long. <laughs> just poop to go. Just layers of crust. It's like a cat. He just he gets off the toilet. He bundles up the the rug in front of the toilet, like close to the toilet, and gets out. Yeah, nailed it. I opened the door one time, and he had his he had his feet up in front of him, and he was just dragging his ass across the bathroom mat. Yep, it was an awkward moment. 